Hey there, thanks for joining us at the Rabbit Hole of Research, where you'll learn a few facts that you can impress your friends with at a party. Thank you for coming back. It's a yeah. commercial break. All right, so we're, we are recording a little bit here. Cool. <clears throat> Talk about artificial intelligence in some, uh, some, some way. Um, so yeah, so probably should introduce what this is all about. Now, this is rabbit hole of research, um, where we're going to explore the science through the lens of science fiction, uh, fantasy, kind of our favorite, uh, pop culture references. Um, I'm, uh, Jotham Austin, um, a PhD research scientist at the university of Chicago. And I'm joined here with, uh, Nick Alexole. I am a uh, college dropout, but I own a business, so you know, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, no, but hey, man, you, you'll you'll. But keep, I love pop culture. There it is, and that's it. And you'll you'll keep me from <laughs> spitting too much jargon, like you know. So no no acronym zone here. Um, but yeah, I was trying to have some fun. Um, we have a couple drinks. I'm drinking a Riot from uh, Revolution Brewery. So. Um, I'm drinking Fonder Fiend by Three Floyds. And I believe what we're going to be doing is making these episodes as long as a drink. Unfortunately, we already started yeah, drinking. Yeah, that's, that's about <laughs> it. So this one's going to be really short. Okay, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> see how many uh, drinks we can get through for an episode. And, you know. Uh, that's it. Yeah, part three, as we just babble along about nothing. Uh, maybe the AI will uh, take over the... Um, I mean, if we talk more enough and have enough episodes, they're going to just be able to recreate our voices and, you know, have it to be like, oh, this is a show that kept going and they died 30 years ago. That's right. You know, it'll be all uh, Futurama. Well, Futurama had the heads in a jar, so they actually kept the real person alive. What we're talking, what you're talking about is just full replacing us, probably oh. before we're old, before we retire. I mean, hopefully. This will be just uh, take over. We'll just sit back and, you know, just collect the the paycheck i guess i don't know I, I mean, or, or the ai get it right that's a dilemma right if it, who's creating what and why are they creating it i feel like that's what's yeah. going on right now in like the whole strikes where with yeah. the writer strike and the actor strike they're taking their faces and they're trying to be replaced and it's like yeah especially the actors i think i mean that's really crazy and the voices that's getting really good i think still with writing um you know it's very mediocre writing it's not so, great um so yeah but it's, it's fast <laughs> and cheap but not good right you got that thing where it can be it could be good it could be fast or it can be quality right and yeah. so you don't get all three and so with ai it's um you know and i like to explain to people when you're you're dealing with artificial intelligence there is no real creativity essentially what what happens is that the ai algorithm is trained on the human experience uh, already human words that have been written and composed and thought of and created and then that's amalgamated into some response that that answers to some prompt so really it's not creating anything novel i mean unless you say putting together words is novel in some way but really it's not creating something from a uh, a novel experience but some might argue that art is exactly that you're stealing from other artists like i'm not in you know saying i'm in favor of ai doing their artwork because it's you know but the amount of times artists do see something and be like wow 
I like that. I'm going to take this idea from this. Yeah, but usually not. I mean, that's also in the path of creativity, right? Where yeah. you where you are, you follow the master and then you you kind of learn and then you you make that next creative step. Right. The because evolution if you, of art. If and- you were there. Right. The only reason you would buy you, you have an artist you love. You got to love this artist, love their style. I love their brush, whatever. The only reason you would you would buy or get other art in that same exact style with the same exact things you love is is probably because of cost. Right. You probably would go, yeah, oh, like- this is just like that one, but it's. It's cheaper, so I can get that and hang it up in my house. Right? I mean, honestly, uh, I yes, think that's one of the things. It's going to be the uh, home goods. Right, yeah, right. You, you'll, they'll mass produce it, and you'll, you'll get it, right? I mean, that's kind of the thing, and that's that's original art versus kind of mass-produced kind of commercial art. So, once again, yes, the AI, I think, would be good at making mass-produced, repetitive, you know, reproductive art, but would it be able to take that next step? Would it be able to look at it and go, oh, this is the thing that, that I want to do next, or I, I'm intuitively you know combine these styles without prompting even i think that's what that's the difference there and that that's the thing like you want cheap then yes ai is going to make a bunch of cheap art and it's going to be repetitive and redundant and if you like that kind of thing that's great but if you like kind of the artist kind of experience where you can see maybe elements of artist a or b within that work but you see that oh they did something really different they set it up differently adding on you know, growing it evolving right. yeah, it exactly. trying to be like all yeah. right well I like this artist and this yeah. artist. I'm going to combine these, but I'm going to also add my own twist to it and actually have something more meaningful than what a computer yeah, could ever right. do. Yeah, it's, no. I, yeah, it's kind of, it's a it's an interesting kind of thing there where you have it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not lambasting all of AI. I, I think there's really, there's really good places that it's useful and helpful. Um, you know, I, you know, filing your taxes, I guess, you know, writing some technical report. I, I think there's things making a list of your to-do list. I, you're right. I think there's really important things that you can task AI to. And it's I just how think, much trust you have in it then. Like, yeah, right. Or the resources or where it's getting its information from or the biases, right? Because that, and that's the other thing with asking AI to create art is that it's trained on data sets that may have only come from one cut or one, the, you know, non-diverse population. And so you have it. So are you missing out on other diverse kind of ideas, cultural ideas, or, or it gets very stereotyped, right? So you skew it so hard towards that, that it becomes laughable and a joke. Um, and that's, that's kind of the thing. The AI. Well, look at Marvel with, uh, the secret invasion. They used AI for that opening and people absolutely went Went nuts. nuts, Right. Yeah. Which I I thought was a knee jerk reaction. Uh, you know, at some level, um, they weren't, well, I think at first they tried to hide it. So, you know, but honestly, you know, I it think was, it worked for the show it because work, yeah. it, the whole show was about even, acting like you're human. I, I must admit, I, I love Marvel, but I tried to watch the first couple of episodes and I like fell asleep. People like, gotta get to the fourth episode. And it's like, no, I make, you know, so I don't, I definitely had it on in the background. Yeah. That was so. like, <laughs> I, I'm all about it. Why not? You know? But it was a lot of like, oh, I'm going to yeah. play on my Switch while watching this. Right. Oh, my baby wants to do yeah. random things. All right, let's do that while we're having this on. Yeah, so I haven't, I, I mean, I, I was really excited about that series, but then watch it, and then all the controversy over the cover, 
I'm sorry, over the intro kind of feed, which watching that, it was like, oh, actually, I agree with you. I think for what they were trying to go, if you, you think about it, it's all about uh, identity, who's who, who's not who. And then you have the AI actually do the intro in some way, some creative, you know, human input it creative way. Um, it was kind of a cool little twist on a whole thing. Um, it's something I, that you wouldn't expect, right. especially this early yeah. on in like the AI production. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. What I think is bad is like some book covers where they've gone and taken human generated art and then smeared it through an AI algorithm and then pass it off without giving compensation or credit to the artist. Yeah. And I think that's the that's that's where it gets tricky is giving credit to the artists whose work went into that model. You know, that, that and making money off of it. And making like, money off it, right. Yeah. So someone worked yeah. really hard on yeah, that's know, right. That's right. Making things that. and having it yeah. be just stolen. Yeah, it's a, it's essentially a stolen art. Right. No, that and that's the tricky part, and I think that's where the, the writer strike was in Hollywood. You know, kind of don't let AI finish our works, edit you know the works. You know, uh, you know, you, it's kind of one of these things where it's like it's interesting. We're at this inflection point, and I think one of the things people just understanding what AI is and isn't. I think folks are ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I just think, okay, maybe that's too far. But I also think that, you know, because there are some, I think, some good uses of AI and using it. So, um, 100%. Like, it's a good spitballing tool. Like, I'm totally down with having it go ahead and be like, all right, let's throw these ideas that I have. Let's see what you can do. All right. You have five absolutely terrible ideas but that one i could work with and then change it into something completely different yeah it i but i think the problem is when talking to like artists visual artists that the issue is that they now get inundated from clients with ai inspired garbage and then it's like i want you to make this work um and so I, I think there's some angst there that you didn't trust me enough with the idea, with the words to come up with this image and get the ball rolling. You had to go to the AI and then, then now I, I'm forced into working with this kind of weird constructed kind of composition. Um, it's that, a that coworker that work. you hate working with. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like, you know, <laughs> you can't yell at this one though. You yeah. can, and nothing's going to happen. It's going to be like, yeah. beep. And, <laughs> and I, you're like, yeah, Damn. that's, and that's kind of, I think the, the major complaint is that that process, you know, because it's not good enough to generate the final, but it's good enough to just mess, just put a, you know, a, a you know, a fly in the ointment, if you will. And, and, and that kind of is an irritating thing. And how do you rec- how do you reconcile that? Because at the end of the day, if you're working for a client, it's about money. Right. It's not it's not about anything else. It's not and like then a, they think they can charge you, pay you less right. for yep, exactly doing. Yeah. You didn't do as much time. So if usually oh. it would take you 20 hours and now they gave you this thing and I go, well, it should only take you 10 hours. So I got you halfway there. I can see how folks are like, well, no, no, no. I'm going to have to spend 30 hours to fix this because now I need to kind of re <laughs> re edit, re engineer, rethink about around some wonky style you gave me. So I totally like I said, I totally see it. But I don't know where the guardrails are at or, or how that, you know, how that would work. But, you know, it's I mean, uh, now they also have what I want to say that this upcoming month, I think they have a AI fashion show that's going on. And it's like I heard that where, with 
virtual yeah. models or no real models, real models that they had uh ai generated stuff going through and like it, you you get in you put your your vr on and, and i think and look it's at a it live there. i believe it's a live show let's see where is this one going fashion ai fashion week and let's see it is going to i want to say it is going yeah you're looking up to fashion show i mean so <clears throat> where you know we we talked a little bit about ai and so kind of how these you know we i mentioned earlier about the models and essentially ai is is math um you're just kind of uh you know, linear algebra statistics and you're kind of running in through the algorithm and it gives you the probability that this thing is what you want uh, to identify image, to uh, understand words. And so it's kind of these models, as we're explaining, I was saying earlier, is this kind of uh, amalgamation of information. So you kind of scrape the website or you, you know, kind of download people's books illegally and feed it into uh, an AI learning program. And then it kind of learns how words are put together, how sentences are formed, paragraphs, structure of, of language. And then when you ask it questions, like write me a story about, you know, two people trying to do a podcast, not have dead air uh, by explaining <laughs> the science of AI, you get this. So we could be just AI, you know. April um, 5th, 2023, Vogue had a article it, I thought you were giving me like some Terminator date. Like this was it, you know, AI was going to take over. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just kind of came on. I was joking about, we're not AI. We're really no, we're no, two no. humans here. <laughs> I can point out where the fire hydrants are, I swear. Except sometimes. But yeah, uh, so this is saying that at AI Fashion Week promotes AI as a tool for fashion and supports emerging designers with working with technology Three winning garments will be produced physically and sold. It's like, how is that? Like, it's not going to be good. And AI is being used in so many things now. Even with tracking humans and license plates, it's like, how is it getting this far already? It's legit just Skynet happening. And it's like... They looked at Terminator and like, yeah, I want that. Let's see how far we can push this. Well, I mean, it's it's natural that you're going to go there, right? I mean, it's been called for some time that as you go, I mean, you're going to have, you're going to use this computing power that we have now. And can you get, you know, the machine to do these calculations really fast? And if you can do the calculations really fast, you can do these predictions really fast. And therefore, then you can make decisions and, and have it spelled out in some very logical way, like, you know, and that that's that's what it is. Right. So you just keep pushing that and, and keep redeveloping. And ultimately, I think it gets back to how does the human mind work? And so a lot of the models right now are based on kind of, you know, or or we're kind of thinking about it in a way that a human mind might make connections and, and, and kind of have these, these kind of trees without and, that, like, and go through morality too. It's like, well, I mean, morality, you can't a, like a questionable thing, right? Cause that's who teaches exactly. you. Right. So even humans might be, 
You run, you run a risk oh, there. Man, we're going to go into get a that. deeper conversation know, this here, is, Now we? we're moving. Now we're getting on, uh, <laughs> moving away from AI to like human psychology. No. Um, yeah, no. You, you, but I mean, you can essentially look at it that way. Like, it all depends on who's actually bringing these things about. What are their alternative motives? Like, do they have bad intentions well, for these AI I think, creations? I think it gets back to it. It's not the AI. It's the training models. Yeah. And so the people that train it, right? Because the AI is like the, um, the chat bots. And they throw them on a Twitter. Oh. Or, well, I guess it's now X. I don't know. Can we, it was Twitter. Can, um, do we call it Twitter? I mean, um, is it X now? Where, what do you do, say? Do you, do you end up just sounding like an old if you're like calling it Twitter stuff? <laughs> or, or are you anti establishment? Like, I mean, I'm down with just saying uh, right? fuck Twitter and X and Elon <laughs> all right, Musk all together. Oh, we're, we're oh trying, God. I'm going <laughs> to edit that out. Trying to get some sponsors or something. I don't want to be banned from X twitter or whatever yeah, yeah maybe yeah. have eon as a guest on talk about <laughs> yeah. the ai in the future maybe maybe he's maybe his twitter is ai but x uh, uh like so they, yeah they yeah. had a the chat box went on there and then within hours i, I want to say without looking it up uh, it'll be in the show notes um <laughs> is that they had to pull it because it became very like you know racist misogynistic just a just getting the bottom the of the bottom like, yeah it was just kind of people just fed it in like it was learning it was kind of an active learning model um from what was happening and it just kind of oh this is the behavior i should adopt and it just kind of went bunkers right and i think that's to your point that's what can happen because the training models they're not there is no filter of you know how do you code for what's right, right or wrong, and what's wrong. Right? yeah it's like that doesn't have a a context because you're right Right is right and wrong is I, there. It's not. It's not. You black can and make white. it black and white or try to, but really it is. It's shades of gray. And, and it's who's creating it that yeah. actually makes it. All right. Well, yeah. I'm saying that this is right yeah. and this is wrong. But then again, that right and wrong is going to be someone else's right. wrong and right. It's right. like, how yeah. do you say that this one thing is going to be right for everyone? And that's what the AI is like. You're trying to give it to it and. It's such a hard way to do it because in the long run, humans are flawed. We're going to create a system that's still flawed. And yeah, it's like, I got to stop saying like so much. <laughs> it happens. See, the machine, machine wouldn't say like as much, but it might start because you, the, the copy. It's like, a is copy that the paste. Way? <laughs> How do we tell who's real, who's real and who's Memorex, right? That's kind of the, the question. And some of the technologies coming out to help distinguish between that because as now we look at information you know if, if now you can have relatively good face uh kind of reproductions voice reproduction word speech um kind of word phrases then how do we tell you know the real from you know the the artificial i think that's the that's also the next big thing and and how do we protect our identity how do we protect our uh our person right our our uniqueness did you um, jumping back to fashion did you see the anti-ai fashion stuff that's coming no, out I don't. what is anti-fashion so a anti not anti-fashion <laughs> anti-ai fashion so anti-fashion <laughs> that's why i dress like a boss right. <laughs> <laughs> so they have these new shirts and stuff i want to say you can correct me if I'm wrong. If they came out of like Italy where it's like 
a bunch of really ugly designs that's like shown like a dog or like parts of a dog that it ends up confusing the AI to thinking that you're not a person. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, yeah. granted yeah. right now, I think they only yeah. have like a, what? 60% success rate. 60 to on yeah. liking out. Yeah. For like disrupting that AI. Oh, right. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. It yeah. Has yeah. So yeah much real life. Right. Information yeah, on your shirt. Yeah. If you mess up. Yeah. The shirt face, like, you know, I saw that, like if you put different stripes over your face, yeah. AI gets confused. And then, you know, scientists at, at the, you know, computer scientists at the University of Chicago, they develop now techniques where you can overlay on visual images. So let's say you have your family, yourself, you want to put those pictures on social media, but not have uh, the AI or, or some AI algorithm scrape it and identify you. You can actually now put digital kind of filter or mask over top of the image. And so it's not visible to the human eye. But as a machine goes through, right? Because the machine, you know, maybe t- take a step back. <laughs> the machine, How does the machine man. actually see? Because it, it, it doesn't quite see like we see. You know, we, the cones and rods, and we kind of take in photons and we form an image, kind of like we think a projector or anything like that, uh, to oversimplify it. Uh, the machine, it's all, it's all digital. You know, it's ones and zeros. So the image that you see on your screen is essentially a representation of ones and zeros. And so to get that, you can see now how that can be inputted into math. So that image that you see and the computer then goes, the algorithm runs through and says, aha, this here is a cat or this here is a dog from an image. is actually taking that and is trained on thousands of images of different photo quality, different positions of dogs or cats or other animals. And then it runs it through, and then it, the pixel values, it takes those, and then it calculates and says, aha, this thing here is just like the pixel values of, you know, the ones and zeros of a cat, uh, amalgamated as a cat or a dog. And that's where the probability comes in, because it's guessing now. It's like, well, this thing is 80% close to everything else I've seen that looked like or was trained on that was a cat. And here, this one is more like a dog. And so you can imagine four-legged animals you would need more training data and more images of different quality, even uh, cell phone images versus high, you know, kind of resolution camera images, because you need to really train it um, to actually have those pixel values represent that thing. And so Is that's kind of how search engines use, because it sounds like something that Google already uses for like when you type in cat, it gives you yeah. photos oh, of cats. Right. That's I mean, like, anything, right? I mean, that's like on the iPhone. You can now um, input, you know, I can tag photos with friends, family, and then search by name, like search for Joe, search for Ivan, my cat now. And it will pull up all the pictures of I- Ivan. Like, that's so and crazy. It's really, but that's how it, that's all it's doing. It's all this math is taking the pixel, the, the one and zero information and calculating that and then it's averaging that out over. So the training data is immense. Like when people, oh, we need this training file. They're, you're training on tens of thousands of images. You're already uh, to getting get it. into it. Like, and you're giving it this the priors already. And you're saying, well, here's... So that's how that's how it trains. Whereas you... I mean, if you think about human training, uh, generally, if you see something a few times, you, you can, you know... It, it depends on age related, right? The younger you are, you get confused between a cat and a dog. But, you know, you realize, oh, one's a cat and one's a dog. And you always see it that way. And you don't need tens of thousands of dogs in different positions or different light shadings and things like that. If I'm out in the dark walking and I see a dog, 
I don't like, oh, can we get better light on that? I, I you know, just, <laughs> you know, my probability. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know how good your night vision is, but mine, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> well, can't see it. Can well, I get a flashlight? Because it depends on how big the dog is and how, <laughs> what, what's it actually doing? Because you're right. It could be like a giant raccoon or something, but I've seen an awesome that I thought was a dog. <laughs> a small dog. Hey, you know, those things just hiss at you too, right? Like, but that's so that's that's kind of the um wait am i ai you're, you might be ai you're yeah, like that's a 75 percent probability of a positive <laughs> just go around talking like that like you know hmm yes um, this looks like coffee but i'm not sure it could be beer <sighs> so yeah so you you have these pixel values and then it, it figures out what it is um and so that's kind of what we're talking about so even when it reconstructs art it's taken you know, hundreds of pictures, thousands of some particular style, and then it's kind of reforcing that back in. So you say, paint this in the style of Picasso. Um, it does that because it's taking the brush strokes and things, and it's applying that directly over and saying, ah, oh, this is how this pixel, this is how it should look. So take that and, and apply it right there. So really kind of, um, you know, really neat, but also that, that means that if you're just working in probabilities that you can be wrong. And so famously... Um, I think it was one of the self-driving cars. I don't know which one. One of the, their models. Um, anyone who watch was... Watch which one you're saying. What's that? I said watch which one oh, you're I didn't, saying. I didn't say. I'm they're, not naming they're, names. They're not going to sponsor can, us. You can, Joe. You can Google it. You can, uh, well, it'll be in the show notes, maybe. Um, but you have it. And then... Um, but because of the training data set, it, it's all, all people of color as like uh, apes. And so it didn't, it didn't recognize them as people, right? Because the training data was wrong. Wait, 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 wait. So it thinks that there is more apes just wandering around the street than, uh, when does it, than people. It doesn't have any of that. I mean, you're you're applying your contextual knowledge, right? You're, you're saying, I mean, you're making tethers between other facts that say that if I'm walking down the mean streets of uh, Chicago, um, that apes probably aren't roaming the streets. That that's what your right. Your brain and doesn't make that connection. Yeah, right? that, that was, <laughs> no, like the AI the would, amount right? of places that you're driving. I'm assuming that like you're not going to be driving. Maybe like, you're in a, maybe a it's Tesla a, around a safari, the <laughs> a safari. You know, vehicle. The you know, but yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was a problem, right? Because now if we can identify a group of people, group, groups of people, um, <laughs> you're going to make mistakes right i mean you shouldn't run over to apes either but <laughs> that is that brings up so many other questions who's you probing have, but, these to be like but no, the, but the training model was broken and that i mean that loops back to the writing the art that if your training data sets are limited to you know popular culture or to the majority culture kind of references then you miss out on what you create right so you never get that other thing and the art isn't filtered through T- to your point. It's even though you copy your art will always be filtered through your experiences, your emotional experiences, your physical experiences, the experience I got you from, you know, young Nick to Nick right here. Old. you know, just, uh, old, old. just old. you're not old. You're not old. I feel old. <laughs> but I mean, the same thing could be said about AI then it's been it's essentially becoming a living being, but as only well. only what it's trained on. Exactly, so you, keep, you keep, but it's not trained on everything. But it's it is still young in its life well, cycle. Is it is it young? I don't. Uh, let, let's be honest. I have no clue how old these AI programs are. 
But it, it is going I don't, back to... I don't to, know if it has age, right? It's like, there, age I mean, isn't really a sign, right? Because you buy a new computer, is that then... everything. Is that new AI, right? I mean, it's training model. <laughs> it's like new new Pepsi, new Coke. It, Which one was new? That was a Coke or Pepsi? I think new you're Coke. Pop, you're a pop culture expert, right? New you're Coke, because I want to say uh, <laughs> the uh, Bill Cosby was part of that campaign and oh, now we're gonna he get was, now we're gonna get the hate man oh yeah 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 you gotta put this in the show notes if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it was bill cosby because then he was like it doesn't taste good and people don't trust my word anymore for drinking things and you know that's a whole well, other story we're, 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 <laughs> i mean i don't know where you're going with that nick but and this is I, I mean you can google that you know <laughs> <laughs> Or Bing it? Ooh. Probably go Bing it. Yeah, all right. Let's, let's get off of that. I don't, I don't want hate mail on the first episode. <laughs> but it does it does learn. And that's the weird thing about it. It's not just something. It doesn't, it doesn't learn. It's trained. It, I don't know if we, if we I mean, want to split the hairs there, but I don't think it's learning. I mean, going back to the using X, it's picking up all this data. and it's That, that people are feeding in. Exactly. It wasn't, you learn from your social experiences and granted social experience is a very broad term yeah, for this but, one well once again i think it was being trained data was going into something that it really didn't have contextual barriers around i maybe you know maybe i should maybe learning is like i would know. use learning in this term because it's picking up on knowledge and information that the one who created it is not giving it. It's not writing it in. It's going about and collecting data like a child would. You're collecting all these experiences from your life. Granted, it's not alive, but it's gathering all of this and spitting out so whatever I, it's. I just want to look it up. What you got? And so learning is a process that leads to change which occurs as a result of experience and increases the potential for improved performance and future learning. A little circular in that definition. <laughs> Training <laughs> is the action of teaching a person or animal a particular skill or type of behavior. And so I, I, I would like to go training is, is what AI is doing because you're actually now feeding in a particular set of parameters and then it re, it re kind of regurgitates that okay in some reprocessed way i don't think it's learning a new behavior we we apply we, we hope it's not well that's right, right. That, that's when it gets scary I, oh honestly like, that's when you get the skynet right exactly because you get the skynet when you hit uh, what what's affectionately called singularity and that's where the ai then is is self-sustaining and it's i think then it becomes as i said yeah, a learning machine a horror story and then right. which, in other words <laughs> and it's got, got, it, got it right i think that's when you get that um that's when you get that point where you where you have this this point that you know the the machine gains uh computational creativity um and emotional or or effective uh effective computing on its own without human priors right so when the machine can actually go because you don't you don't need you particularly don't need human priors to assess a situation or to go in and creatively think your way out that's why escape rooms work right you've never been in an escape room <laughs> 
and you go in. Well, I mean, I've never actually done an escape I've room. I've never so done an escape I am, room. So. I am guessing that's how they work. That you get out. Like you know, I know people that have gone in. I played video games <laughs> of an escape room. But you know, it takes that takes some level of creativity where you go in to a totally novel situation of things you've never seen. A, a cocktail party where you know no one. You go there. And now you have to contextually go into your your head and then figure out how to navigate conversation wise, things like that. Not say anything too awkward. How do I get out of here? As you know, fast how do I get out of there? Where's the bar? Where's the snacks? You know, is it okay to eat one shrimp or can I have five shrimp? I don't know. Is someone um, gonna look at me with my claw of shrimp? But, but what the, you you've never done a claw of shrimp? I've you never. just put one on every finger and then I it's like a nice. I, I haven't. I don't do that at oh, parties. Oh come on, Joe. Sorry. No, Joe. No. Oh, now you're just making me look awkward. And now, how do I get out of this situation? So I have to go ahead and keep talking. If I was training you, that would not be a problem. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's the kind of thing. So that jump, when when the machine makes that jump, when when you have a machine that actually experiences an emotion, has an emotional response, which that means that the machine would have to have some sort of sensors to interact with the physical world or the real world, eyes, ears. You think of how you interact. You learn more than just words of what we say. You're you're sensing the world and that that actually you use that to your advantage. It and wouldn't be that hard for it to be able to see and hear everything though. Yeah, but it's like not, what, going what is, with the Skynet idea, we have devices on us constantly. Right, and, but, but most of it, all of it is just noise unless you tell it exactly. to think about it or to not, not think or, about it to, see, I'm using very human <laughs> words and you shouldn't, um, to, to train on it or to put it in some context that you've created an algorithm for it to do, right? You're, you either tell it, look at all these faces coming out of uh, this building and identify Nick and Joe. And so that's all it, that's all it does. It doesn't go... Oh, look at that. There's, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Michael Jordan coming out. Oh, you know, there's this, right? It doesn't, it, it lets all that go because you told it to focus on this or to focus on some particular thing. And that's, that's all it's going to do. It's, it's kind of, that's, that's all. It's never going to stop. It's going to keep coming. It's right, going to th- get you. You're going really horror right now. And that's like Terminator, right? That's what <laughs> it goes. Exactly goes, it's, where it it's going is. to come. It's going to get you. It's going to follow you. No, but all right, but, Sarah. <laughs> I didn't know you knew. Hello, this is our special guest, Sarah Connor. It's not going to stop. No, I'll be, I'll be, uh, you know, uh, Kyle. He's the one. It's not going to stop. He's in the jail. Remember, he's in he's in the, the police station. And he's like, it's not going to stop. He's, gonna, he's like going crazy in that video. And they got poor Sarah watching it. She's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like, holy crap, what's happening? But yeah, like Sky, Skynet is such an influence on a lot of people's interpretation of AI. Right. Like that was the first one that everyone. I, I don't. Like, I don't think people are, are afraid of it. I think people are right there, man. If if they're about to turn Skynet on, I think they're doing it. They're like, let's do it. I could see it, especially if like they can make it speaker to house. Oh, like that God. would be it. They'd be like, can we can we make speak to the Skynet speaker to house? Let's do it. <laughs> let's just give over this whole government part. <laughs> just let's, let's not like, figure it out. What What do you think would What do you think would happen well, who, if what? AI was running? Well, that I'll throw it back if you've been listening to anything i've said over the last 25 minutes or so has it been 25 minutes already damn uh it's been like 30 some minutes man oh damn Where are you going? my beer is almost done minus so. two um, but the, the the question would be 
is whose politics was the AI trained on? And that would then dictate how the Meta. how the <laughs> how the AI would would govern, right? I mean, exactly. Like there are so many factors that go into it. And like is a corporation creating this AI for it? Because then the corporation is going to be, oh, guess or, what? Well, the corporation use it for their own exactly. HR, their own, per- right? That's what you want to do. And how does that extrapolate out across the masses, right? Um, well, yeah, you could. That's that's the thing. That's I would stress. The training data set is what's important to what the AI actually <laughs> knows or doesn't know. Or what it can think or what it can create. <laughs> uh, uh, what it can create or try or what it can produce. I guess produce. it's so hard to not um, talk about it as well, we, a human. That's like, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. right, it, it, right. That's where right. it becomes. And that's what I think. That's what movies and stories and fiction has done. Ultron. Tony yeah. Stark and Bruce Banner. I mean, there you go. well, they, yeah, right. That's in the movies. Right, and then uh, right. what was it? Hank Pym and was it Tony and the, the Pym? No, it was Bruce. Bruce and Tony. And they took Jarvis yeah. and um, uh, and then a Mind Stone, and then they created Ultron, and then Ultron went to um, um, yeah, went into Jarvis and went into the internet. No, what's his name? Vision. Then you got Vision. Jarvis. Jarvis. Well, Jarvis was part of. You had Jar- Jarvis, Ultron, was... the Mind Stone created. Uh, Vi- yeah. Yeah. Vision. Yeah. That was kind of the, the way. It took me a while. It's been a while since I watched that. But yeah, like Tony tried to create it for good, and it backfired. Yeah, you did hard. Yeah, like, well, that's a, right I, because good is subjective. Good isn't good isn't. Oh, you said earlier, black and white. You know, it, go back into the show notes. You can't like you this. can't predict the stuff yeah. that people do, and like, right. so many wars are going on. It's like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, we went really dark there. John, no, went well. John, we got we John. went to we went into fantasy. We went into fiction, and fiction is the the perfect place to explore um, kind of these dilemmas or these these thought exercises. Um, it's almost like a safe space, right? It's kind of like a, a safe you know sandbox that you can go into and then navigate and think about these kind of things. And it's been going on, you know, for you know decades now. Uh, you know, folks like you know Bradbury and Asimov. You know, they've kind of, you know, that the laws of robotics. You know, these things were put in place because, like, what Our happens and- if you if you have smart smarter machines that can think and kind of perform at some level um, or pseudo think, right? Because that's kind of let's say pseudo think. Uh, there we go. I'll put that there. Um, that now can maybe out compete humans for particular jobs uh in 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 particular industries uh what happens not only you know we think about ultimate destruction but economies would collapse right yeah that you would have this thing where now you have folks not working or they don't have jobs they've been taken over so i mean then you would have to go to like you know having a universal pay and then it's like these things are creating things and being able to produce them Right. Who's getting paid for these resources? And you're like, well, can't have a country of just, you know, nobody. I mean, you can, but like, it probably wouldn't do anything good. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, and, you know, I think this is maybe 
a good spot to wrap things up. Some final thoughts on AI. You know, um, you know, I, I, um, I think this is a this is a topic that can actually go back to for many things, like to see it evolve. Like in a year from now, everything we just said is going to be completely Probably different. Right. No, like, I think yeah, and how people respond to it. Um, how how it's going to be used because right now I, I think like i said it's it's really accepted home assistance data analysis you know stock investment strategies disease diagnostics uh, it, making funny such memes, a wide range generating ideas like you said scrapping information scraping information from the web and and turning it into list or summary chat gpt um um you know, so you really see this potential for it to really drastically change the way we do the mundane tasks of our human existence. And so really it's going to be what happens to these other things with art and creativity and how AI ex- expands into those fields and, and should it, right? I mean, that's a, you were kind of think that's where you're kind of getting is should AI, you know, should there be a line that we don't cross? Do we go, this is the line. Let's not cross it unless we got some really good reason to cross it. Like, you know, and like, how can you explain like that good reason? Like, I mean, let's say there's a more superior species that arrives to Earth and and now we need we need to unleash. (laughs) Yeah, I need you to learn everything that this is. Write this down. Sounds like a story idea here. Like, you know, (laughs) all right, all right. Well, yeah, we'll, so, we'll edit that part out. Don't right. worry. Yeah, right. right. It's protected. But yeah, I, I think, you know, as long as machines aren't writing, it's, you know, right now humans write the code. Humans put in what the machine's going to train on. Uh, we we set it to task. We prompt it. Um, we Humans do all of that right now. I think the, the thing, the worrisome turn, and hopefully this isn't in a year, um, but that's going to be when the, the machine can write its own version 2.0 and explain how it feels in creating version 3.0 and then that's when we may want to cancel our trip to westworld um but until then i say enjoy the memes and don't worry so much nick about the machine apocalypse i hail the machine (laughs) overlord but as i as i say you know we may be living in a simulation and we are an intelligent machine striving to become sentient or already are. But that's a matrix <laughs> for another rabbit hole. So. <laughs> well, I think we definitely went down it. We went down it. That's it. That's number one. It's a wrap. I'm going to edit out everything. Books. We'll get this down to like 10 minutes. I think we got like five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Five good minutes. <laughs> edit out oh, all yeah. the. Uh, uh, uh. Well, cheers, my friends out there. Uh, you know, don't trust the AI. Enjoy. Enjoy.